The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. What's the change right there? Uh, really got a guy emailed and said he got a Lords of Flatbush shirt. Yeah. Your, uh, no, the leather jacket. Coat yeah. For a mid-July show. This yeah. is going to be good. Our I'm, tribute our tribute to Sylvester Stallone slash my 50th birthday party. Uh, it looks pretty good. Looks like it's we're locking her down. It looks pretty pretty on point for the end of July. We'll get you dates and everything else, but the band is getting together and we're just going to have a throwdown in tribute to Sylvester Stallone for no reason whatsoever, other than he's just an American icon and it's time somebody did one. And his birthday, I think he's like seventy seven or something. You realize he's older than Burgess Meredith was in the first Rocky. Amazing, oh, man! In the last two Rockies. In Rocky Six, where he fights Mason Dixon. Right. He's the same age as Burgess Meredith was when he was Mickey. He looks better than Burgess Meredith did at age 67. A little. <laughs> How old is he? Like 75? Uh, Maybe a little older than that. Let's see here. Whatever it is. We're going to celebrate the Stallone Jubilee. Whatever. It's 75 years to yeah, me. He's 75 and Frank is 71. Stallone's <laughs> Jubilee. So it he'll is. Be 76. He'll be he I gotta born wait on July sixth, so he'll be seventy six by the time the party. Which happens. is, uh, I think, the year Rocky came out seventy six. So perfect, it's the seventy six seventy six. Amazing, perfect. What a time! Three quarters of a and century plus. One. You can almost sell if we get Frank out there. You can almost celebrate uh-huh. with him because his birthday is July thirtieth. Mine's the twenty sixth. Yeah, pra- that's I'm what practic- I'm saying. I'm practically a Stallone. Yeah. You know, what you like, baby. We'll get that together. Period is still the word you're typing in, 97936, uh, and you can get period together and get that going because of uh, everything. Uh, Emails are flying in, Brady, and I do like this person that says, Brady is not a news person. He's an ideas man. And I didn't understand that. That was the uh, subject of the email, and I I go on to read. He said, for instance, and I've learned this over the last couple years of listening to Brady. He doesn't do a story. He tells you an idea. Then you do the story yourself by doing research and looking. For instance, yesterday there was a debate about the drones in the schools, the company Axos or whatever they're called that said we're going to have drones. And I said, well, who's going to fly the drones? Brady had all the information. I'm just a casual observer to the Brady report. And Brady said, well, then they would have the drones. And then somebody, who's opening the door? Well, they'd have somebody open the door. Well, if there's a guy opening the door, he's brave enough to get close. Why doesn't he go in? Well, see, they haven't worked all that out. Well, yes, they have. They actually have. The drone story was actually uh, they would build tunnels and uh, like vents in the schools that the drones would be in. And they would release the drones 
if if there was a need. They're already in there. There's just interior drones. Interior drones already specially built into vents that can get anywhere. And that guy said, I was interested in the answers to your questions because questions need answers. I like those. I have many of them. Brady tends to give us answers that only he chooses to know. He's this idea. is why we say it's a broad stroke story. It's the Brady Report. News only Brady knows. We said it for years, and now it's time for the news only Brady knows. It's called the Brady Report. Uh, Today, the boxer, a guy said, I just did the research on that. Amazing video. Uh, Brady said he was in a coma. Actually, he's dead. He died shortly after that. He went into a coma and passed away. Follow-ups to the research Brady refuses to do. Close enough. Coma and dead are the same thing. Nathan Sutherland would disagree. (laughs) Anyway, so those little things are happening. Also uh, in the news that we should be uh, chatting about, the Suns are – their season's still not over, by the way. They're in big trouble, evidently. Uh, And now if it's an excuse, it might be valid if it's uh, it's – but it might get them in some huge heat. There's rumors now going around that the Suns, the the NBA – uh, TV, everybody's involved, that the Suns had a massive COVID outbreak during the Mavericks series that uh, didn't get reported, evidently. So Game 7, six people for the Suns that were involved in Game 7, uh, their assistant coach got tested positive for COVID in Game 6. He was out. Six or seven other people have tested that were involved in Game 7 immediately after Game 7. So the Suns may have had covid all over the place in their uh, building because Game 6 and Game 7 is when they just got blasted off the court. And if they didn't report it properly, then they broke all the protocols. Uh, then you're going to have all sorts of fines then and Then Dallas and, got it handed to them in the next series. Well, yeah, but I don't know if they gave it to Dallas. But Dallas, like, if this is a protocol issue, it would make tons of sense because the last thing you want in your playoffs is Booker, Paul, Ayton, Crowder, you know, your whole team is like, oh, we've all been exposed to COVID. We got to get te- protocol. Would be, I have to take a day off. And if they found out the day of, they're like, you're playing. If Chris Paul and Devin Booker and the boys had COVID, at least tested positive, and wouldn't they weren't feeling 100 percent? But you're like, no, 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 no. This is a national game. The ratings have been great for the NBA playoffs this year for a lot of the games. They had a 12 share with the game seven with the Celtics and Heat. Uh, they're going to run those guys out there. The NBA is like, no, nope, no, nobody tested positive. We're good. Everything's fine. We'll tell you afterwards. And they tested positive after the fact. They're not naming any players. They're not saying who or what. Just one assistant coach who was a bench guy, Brian, what's his name, was right there on the thing. So this could get hairy for them in a bad way. And also gives Suns fans uh, a terrible excuse to bark about afterwards. That could lead to firings, though. You can't have that. Like, there will be people who were really up in arms if that turned out to be like Monty Williams knew and kept it under wraps and James Jones or Sarver's already in some hot water. If they have a little COVID gate over how they were spreading that. I'm sure they do. Oh, of course. They're. I'm sure they're, they're, I'm sure their ducks are lining up right now. But hopefully that's not going to bite them because they don't have a draft pick this year anyway. They take another one away. Not like the draft is a great big deal for teams that low in the draft, but still, you don't want to get hit with that. Well, I, you know – conspiracy part of it is they'd have to fall on the sword that would be on the Suns because if they're instructed that we can't have this series if those oh. players aren't playing you know the ratings the TV well beyond know, so that you can't just go get NBA replacements says you know keep playing 
But but they, but the, beyond that, in the regular season, you've got a pool of guys to choose from that are just sitting there waiting. They're on the trash heap, and you basically go out and grab a couple 10-day contracts, and you put some guys on just to get some depth. They don't have that in the playoffs. You're not allowed to go sign guys. You're not allowed right. to pick people up. So, so I'm if saying you get five guys who are out. From the top saying, this is how it's going to go down. Of course. If it ever comes out, you're taking the heat on this. Oh, the Suns will eat the bullet. Yeah. There's no way the NBA or TNT right. will touch that. They're like, nope, we had nothing to do with it. But TNT is the one that I would be most. And that was not, I, I remember texting Kevin Ray, uh, Suns announcer, during game six saying, this is not the team I watched all year. I don't know what's going on, but this isn't right. Monty was using a different rotation, and Monty's a smart coach. You don't go against what got you there. You won 64 games based on campaign coming into the game. Uh, he was trusting Landry Shamit and Bismarck Biombo in first quarter substitutions. That doesn't occur. That's new. That was a brand new move, and it was like, oh, this is strategic. They were losing by 25 when those guys were in the game. They had like a minus. The plus minus was 40 at one point for those guys. They were getting drubbed when that particular lineup was on the floor, and Monty went back to it twice. So if this COVID thing happened, you got something to sit back and say, who knew what, and why didn't they just say, hey, we can't play? Something's going on. The team's got a COVID outbreak. The NBA had to have a plan. Evidently, they didn't. And the Suns might be uh, the ones who, Take a page out of what the Patriots do. A couple of the trainers take (laughs) the fall. Yes, fire some non-importance. That's exactly right. I'm sorry. I know that the uh, the guy who runs all the equipment, the equipment guy's been there for 30 years. It's time he got fired, and you send him off to an early retirement because it he, was my fault. I yeah. lost the results. I had I had COVID, and I was supposed to bring the tests over to the guys as an equipment manager. I blew it. I brought him pregnancy tests. It was uh, <laughs> terrible. I bought the wrong thing. And he's an older guy, the equipment manager. He's been there since like '93. So he can say, oh, they sent me over to the fries to get COVID tests, and I bought pregnancy tests. Everybody came back negative. It was, I was wrong. You're fired. And you fire him, and you go, thanks a lot. Because he's going to retire in a couple of years anyway. You give him a little bonus on the way out the door and say, thanks for eating that one. And you fire that guy. Remember the guy that got fired for the Patriots that uh, said that uh, the footballs weren't deflated, that Tom Brady called him deflated because he'd lost weight? It was yes. the best lie I've ever heard that was transparent as a lie, but you're like, they got us. That's a really good that's a really good one. No, no, no. He said I had deflated. Did you deflate him? Yeah, he was talking about my cans. He was talking about me. <laughs> like, uh, you, we all know that's not true, but great lie. Good job. Sons, you're gonna have to start that lie process right now. But it's interesting, because if they get caught, I don't know what the NBA is going to do. Everybody's kind of over COVID. They'll find them, and that's it. Yeah, yeah it'll be hit them because they have to hit them with something. I guess, but then you got to do a big evaluation of it. And then the Suns are stupid for doing it in the first place. Instead of screaming, "We've all got COVID," what do we do? Like, instead of running guys out there, I mean, the pressure comes from the NBA, and eventually somebody will crack. If you lo- if somebody gets fined hard enough, they'll turn and go. The NBA made us play. We didn't turn our COVID test in until after the game, and we knew we had an outbreak. The that's, NBA did that, and then the NBA's in trouble, and now who knows what happens? That's why I'm saying they're not going to get they're not going to no, hit hard. This gets with buried, it all. but yep. it's it's popped oh, up twenty grand. Okay, the, the here Dodgers you go. thing went that's away, true. and yeah, the Dodgers seven. played Game Seven and pulled a guy out of the game because they found it. Uh, Justin Turner had COVID during the game. Then he came out again, and he came out yeah. and celebrated after the win on the field with the rest of them. Like screw this, I'm fine. After the game, I guess it didn't matter. So, yeah, it'll probably all go away, but it's kind of 
a little fire under the suns right now. And it makes me as a suns fan feel better that all of them were dying of the of the COVID there. They weren't hundred percent. Yeah, they, yeah they, that, that's pretty. I'll take that logic. That'll sell a couple season tickets back to them. It's like, all right, I didn't know they had COVID, and that's why they were losing by 40 through a home game. We can make another run. Yeah, it's why the best team in basketball lost by 40 at home. Anyway, interesting all the way around. But like a Brady story, it has no ending, and all we can do is speculate. (laughs) That's about it. I'll do the follow-up on it. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure you will. And and it'll be like a rat in a maze. Once you find the cheese, that follow-up ends and the story's over. So, good luck to you. Uh, Brady's fromagerie will come your way. Uh, Anyway, uh, period. That's the word we're shooting for today. 97936. That's what you text. You get that period in there, and uh, you could qualify to win the man cave. Is Marcus here? Is he officially out of the building? Uh, I think he's out. I don't know. Because he quit a couple weeks ago. He went out of town, and I don't think he was coming back. Ever? No, he's coming back. He's got to. Well, he's coming well, back to do he's, the he's into doing, the pit. Well, no, they said that he was going to hang around and like kind of tide us over until the new guy gets here. Oh, I, that's I what I was under the understanding. I don't know. I guess we'll oh, boy, Mark not as thusery. The other half of or the the one quarter of the Rock Wars took another job. We don't know if he's here, so we'll have to do a Rock Wars. Either way, Brett won. But if Marcus is here, it's obvious we have to have a goodbye for Marcus. But yeah. If he's not here. You, Marcus, no goodbye? What the hell? Uh, it's 847. Rock Wars is right around the corner. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.